Hi, I'm Elle Crawford Marsden. This is Heart to Heart, a podcast about life, love, loss and everything in between. It's a mix of storytelling and conversations with some kick-ass human beings, all with the hope that you may pick up a life gem or two to help you navigate this earth life. So join me to be entertained, enlightened and authentically guided to a more resilient life. another episode of Heart to Heart the podcast. Today we're going to do an episode in honour of our mums and I've asked my big sister to come along and just have a chat with me about our memories of our mum and how she has influenced our lives. So Susie and I come from a really big family. We have seven um, siblings all together and Susie's number five and I'm number seven and we're the only two girls so there's some solidarity there. Susie was born before me and was born after four boys so I think um, I'm not sure mum and dad really knew what to do with her and then I was the youngest so I think the position in the family does have a fair bit to do with how we turn out and I really sometimes feel very very fortunate that I was the, I was the youngest because I think I got away with a hell of a lot more. So I'd just like to introduce you to my big sister Susie and we're just going to have a chat. <laughs> so we're just going to have a quick chat today to say we love your mum and everyone out there have a wonderful Mother's Day. So hey Susie. Hi how are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Thank you. That's good. So we are not sitting in the same room unfortunately because of this uh, COVID situation but we are having a Zoom so we can see each other's faces which is nice and we are about an hour away from each other but hopefully we'll be back together very soon. So today's episode I just wanted to have a quick chit chat to you from your point of view about your life with mum and what you have taken away from being her daughter and I just wanted to start a little bit about how it must have been when you were nine and suddenly you had another little sister around you know after combating you know all this masculine energy for so long and especially in our family because the masculine energy was pretty strong. It was high. It was very high and uh, our mum bless her cotton socks was you know a very good domestic goddess seven children so tell me what do you what do you remember about that time when you were when you knew that you had a little sister coming along well I remember on the Wednesday night that you were born and I threatened from the moment that um, mum and dad announced that there was another baby coming that if it was going to be a boy I was leaving home and that was that I just couldn't take any more <laughs> And I remember the night the phone rang. It was about 8 o'clock and I answered it, of course. And, you know, it was the matron of Glenelg Hospital and she said, can I speak to Mr Crawford? So Dad went up to the phone. And I remember saying to him before he grabbed the phone, saying, if it's a boy, I'm really not going to leave home because I got very, very scared. (laughs) So I was quite thrilled you were a girl because I didn't have to follow it through because I had nowhere to go. (laughs) And being nine years old or just under nine years old, it was a bit scary. But, no, I absolutely adored you. I can only imagine that nine-year-old Susie waiting to hear the news, whether she was having a baby brother or sister, because she was definitely outnumbered, having five brothers already, and also coming from a very traditional parenting model where our dad was definitely the boss. So I can just imagine her at nine feeling very nervous about what was coming next. So um, I'm glad that I came through and gave her a bit of support on the feminine side. before our parents were very traditional I mean if they were alive they would be in their 90s now so that era was completely different to where we are now 
And we go on to talk about how our mum was always very house proud, but also that when dad came home, that was sort of like the highlight of the day. And Susie goes on to explain how that was from our point of view. Always took her apron off, brushed her hair and put lipstick on before dad walked in the door. Isn't that gorgeous? uh, It was a very sort of 60s thing to do, I think. But yeah, she always did it. And she was quite proud of the way she looked when she she and dad were married. Yeah, Yeah, she had a real elegance about her, didn't she? Really natural. She did. And from my point of view, being the youngest, you know, obviously a different perspective from yours. But when their marriage ended, I was just a selfish 17-year-old teenager whose own world had been rocked. But, you know, in retrospect, I just see a, a woman who had, dedicated her whole life to a marriage and having seven children and to survive that I think that was just the biggest show of resilience that she could have done and I know that she had some resources and some help along the way but suddenly you know after doing life one way and suddenly it completely changed for her and that heartbreak I really admired her resilience and her faith as she navigated that because you know that was just the hugest curveball she would never have expected. And I admire her because she did stick by She was committed. So she was certainly committed. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly committed. But do you think she was a strong woman? Yes, I do. I think she was a strong woman, but I don't think she believed herself that she was a strong woman. Okay. If that makes any sense. I think she was always trying to prove something to herself and the outer world that, you know, that she was a strong woman. But I I think personally, yes, she was a very strong woman. Yeah. But I just don't think she had a lot of self-belief in herself. Yeah, I agree. And do you think when you look at the way you mother your kids that you've taken a lot from how she mothered you or do you think you did the opposite? Why don't you just ask my kids? <laughs> <laughs> well, I see the relationship you have I with think, your kids so it's pretty close. I call me Joe most of the time. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure I could, I, I struggled to raise four children. I didn't do a great job at all of them. <laughs> you know, seven children is just so big. And I remember her saying to me, Susie, and I don't know if she told you that she decided not to have children because she didn't want to pass on the asthmatic gene. <laughs> yeah, she always said to me, she said when, when she met dad, that she said, well, we can't get married because um, I can't have children because she was a chronic asthmatic. Clearly that didn't work. So it seems that mum's desire to be a mother and her nurturing side definitely overrode her fear of passing on the asthma gene and thank goodness for that. The reason that we're here today is to really say that we all have mums and we all have different relationships with our mums and then we, if we're lucky, we become mums and then we bring the relationship that we have with our own mother into our mothering relationship. And I know that I've brought my kids up to be pretty independent like mum did us, I think, but it's more the life skills that she passed on, you know, like how to do things that I would never have known how to do without her. And I, and it's it, and you're trying to instill that in your own kids, whether you do it successfully or not. But that's what's really come to me as I get older is that more and more I think about her and I'm grateful that she did teach me how to iron, not that I iron hankies, but I do remember, (laughs) you know, I really do remember that if you do something, you do it to the best of your ability. It was something that really comes across with mum and I've really, I live that now. 
Yes, definitely, mm. yes. And uh, she was a very good home home economics teacher. Yeah. yeah, she was very good and she was very particular. So the yeah. things that we learned, you know, like as I said, picked up a crochet hook the other night, quick YouTube video, oh, yeah, there we are, and then it all just came back to me, you know. Flooding, yeah, yes. so uh, I'm yes. really grateful for that. Anyway, Susie, I'll wrap it up there because I just want to have a quick a quick Mother's Day tribute to our mum and to ourselves as being mums and, you know, we wouldn't all be here. All the other mothers. All the other mothers out there. That's exactly right. And obviously, you know, we wouldn't be here without her, all quirks and all. And as much as we can look at our parents and see them as yes. a big whole, <laughs> we see them as a big whole picture, not just as those things that you saw growing up. You know, as adults, we look back and go, okay, we accept them for everything that they are. So I just want to have a quick chat as sisters honouring their mum and to wish all the other mums a very, very happy Mother's Day, however you celebrate that. So my sister and I grew up in a time of great tradition and my parents were very conservative. So that I think that really comes through in that conversation and you can really hear that we were brought up in the apron-wearing, lipstick-wearing era. So things have changed monumentally since then, but I still wanted just to give a big shout-out to my mum and to say thank you for everything that you instilled in me, uh, for all the life skills that you passed on, as small as being out of crochet to as massive as bringing up our own children and giving me guidance in that. So thanks for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure to reminisce and walk down the memory lane with my sister and talk about our mum. And I hope that you have an absolutely amazing Mother's Day, whatever that is for you, and that it fills your cup and fills your heart. Now, as always, you can reach out to me. My website is now live, so you can go on there and you can connect for a chat anytime you like, which is just so exciting. It is lcrawfordmarsden.com. You can also find me on Instagram at l.crawford.marsden and Facebook at lcrawfordmarsden. I love hanging out in stories and also giving you some tips about life on IGTV. So jump onto those platforms and check those out as well. So from my big smushy heart to yours, thank you again for listening. If you have a minute to rate and review this podcast so that we can spread the news, that would be fantastic. But until the next podcast, which is so exciting, Carly Marie from Soul Modes, magnificent book, magnificent framework for women. That is coming next, out next week. Cannot be more excited. So until that episode comes, from my smushy heart to yours, lots of love and we'll catch you then. <laughs>